Welcome to the Out of the Basement Podcast, a show where a group of friends get together and talk about a variety of geeky topics. Find out what shows we've been watching, find out what movies we've seen, find out what games we're playing. Come along and join us. We hope you enjoy the show. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of the Out of the Basement Podcast. My name is always Darren Turak, and today I'm joined by Patrick Leeson. Hello. Patrick Ramsahoy. Hello. And Paul Sanders. Yo. All right, uh, let's get started with uh, our segment one, our weeks in the hobby. What have you guys been up to? Let's start with TV shows first. Uh, let's go with uh, Paul. I'll, I'll, I always love start, starting with Paul. I don't have cable. You don't need cable to watch TV shows. I haven't had cable in 20 years. He means streaming services, Paul. Oh, yeah. streaming services. That, Any that's TV, TV shows. I mean, well, for, for most of the stuff that I'm I'm doing... You can just listen to the radio show on su- on Sundays, and I love uh, which at uh, TV slash OTV Pod. Otherwise, I don't really need to go into it. You could just watch that. Um, but uh, I did start watching um, uh, Good Omens season two yesterday. Now, did they drop the whole thing, or is that like weekly or episodic? I'm on episode four of the second season, so I'm assuming they've dropped the whole thing. Okay, because uh, the the new thing they like to do, if it's not coming out once a week, it seems to be. Uh, we're gonna drop the first half and then wait a month and drop the second half. They did that with that Witcher, and it was on the, and it yeah, on the, sucks. Well, it depends also if it's on TV in the states or cable in the states or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the deals that they worked out with the TV in the states is like, mm-hmm. okay, if it's if it's going to be on any sort of cable show normally, then they come out once a week. Yeah, yeah. That, not, so so um, I'm fine with the once a week mo- mo- uh, model. I don't, I'm not fine with it. I hate it. But the, I understand the once a week model, and I understand the dumping it all in one model. What I fucking can't stand is when they great. drop a few shows and then wait a month. Oh, here's the rest of the episodes. Go fuck yourselves. Um, considering the first season only had six episodes and the second season only had seven, six episodes, I'm assuming they dropped the whole thing. Okay, good. Yeah, it makes no sense why they do just half and half. It's sort of like the... Um, Okay, you want to see how the ratings are before you drop the second half? But yeah, like, I don't know what they're doing. It, well, considering the Good Omens, like it, I thought it pretty much ended. The first season was like the end of the the show. I was like, they wrapped everything up. I can't see where this is going to go any further. Hmm. And they came out with the second season, and I have really don't understand why, other than it's a really good show. So I guess that's why. Yeah. Well, people enjoy the character. I guess so. I noticed they're they seem to be super big on the um, uh, non-gender relationships in terms of um, I, I I don't know how to describe it. So they they are demons and angels, so they're not really mm-hmm. actually no no just just regular people. They're really focusing on the same sex uh, relationships in this show. Oh, so, okay. Like serious. Seems like every single person has the same sex relationship, so I don't know what to say about that. But you have to remember, this is a book that was written over thirty years ago. So it, at that yeah, time, it would have been incredibly progressive, and it's yeah, one of the most like, beloved uh, books that they wrote. This season, that I don't know if they ever were actually in the original book. I see. I never well, read them. Maybe the original book, but they just seem to be characters of convenience placed for plot in there but there's not they're not actually contributing anything to the actual uh story okay so interesting mm-hmm. yes uh anything else you yeah i'm enjoying it so far um i because uh oppenheimer oppenheimer yes mm-hmm. 
Arbyheimer? No, Oppenheimer. <laughs> uh, came out recently. I haven't seen it, but the the main actor. That, Cillian Murphy. I'm not sure what his name is offhand. Oh, he's the guy who plays Oppenheimer. Okay. Anyway, he's. I'll see just about anything that he's in. Which he is was Pinky Blinkers. Yeah, Pinky Blinkers. Pinky Blinders. <laughs> and um, I haven't finished watching the last the, la the last season of Pinky Blinders, so I've picked that up again just to, just because I'll watch anything that guy is in because he's an incredible actor. So. Mm -hmm. That's but you don't know his name. No, but I don't know his name, which is a shame. <laughs> I've only seen a few things that he's in, but everything mm. I've seen in it, he's fantastic. So. Well, pretty much anything Christopher Nolan nowadays, except for Tenant. The only thing I can think of that's that I've been doing recently is listening to podcasts at work. Sucking. Because you have a lot of time during. Sucking your... my soul dry listening to podcasts. <laughs> is, it, is it the podcast that's sucking your soul dry, or work that's sucking your pull? Your your. Whoa! What did you just? You, you, you totally confused me just now. Yeah, because you you, you, you said sucking, sucking my pole. pole. So oh, like, soul what? sucking your soul. Is it like, I'm like, <laughs> your soul. Mike, there's there's no pole sucking going on at work. Well, I don't it's know. It's a garbage dump. We, we, we I don't need sanitation here. Suction, you know, construction guys. I don't really judge. You know, it's I'm all not a construction guy. Though. Well, okay, sorry, garbage guys. I don't don't judge. <laughs> I I don't judge, Paul. If you're, there's pole sucking going on, I'm not. I don't care. You know, you're a strange, strange. So, is, but is it work that does it, or the podcast that's sucking your soul? Um, I get so absorbed into the podcast that I miss half of what's going on at work. Sometimes that's a good thing, though. Yeah, I'm not yeah. When, when he hard, when but... he dumps a coworker into the shredder. That's just... <laughs> no, I'm not doing the shredder. <laughs> Oops. What's that blood stuff? Oh shit. No, I got I got my excavator back, so I'm not feeding the shredder anymore. That's somebody else's job. Oh, okay. Which is fine because as soon as they somebody else took over on it, the machine started breaking continuously. Probably because the person that's doing it isn't taking care of it like I was. But again, that's your concern. You're like, it's not problem. It's not my problem, sir. Mm -hmm. But uh, no, that's pretty much all I've got. Um, I could mention the podcast that I'm currently listening to, which is uh, uh, a D and D podcast, uh, Dungeons and Daddies. Not a BDSM podcast. Um, sometimes a BDSM. <laughs> that's the. It's a running gag with them. It's like sometimes your BDMS podcast. So, um, but no, it's actually pretty good. Uh, it's about four dads from our world that get sucked into the Forgotten Realms and uh, have to rescue their children from some bad people. Interesting. Yeah, no, it's actually really good. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know how I stumbled across it. I was just looking at podcasts, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm with a D and D podcast," and then it was the first one on the list. So, and I, there, it, it was, it's quite entertaining. So, I, I recommend to anyone who, who might want to listen to it to uh, go find it. Do, do, do the rest of you listen to podcasts as well? I know Pat doesn't. No, I, ours I don't or someone else's. <laughs> no. Well, why should I listen to a podcast? I'm here. Yeah. Like, I, I hear that from you a lot, but you don't even listen to the ones that you're not in. No, because I'm not in them. It's got... <laughs> but if, you, if you're not in it, then why aren't you listening to it? And if you are in it, you don't listen to it because uh, you're in it. Uh, I could say something of why I wouldn't listen to it. Ridiculous. If you're not <laughs> going to listen to it, why would anyone else? Oh, ours. Ours, okay. yes. No, I, can I watch a lot of YouTube stuff. You do do that. So got that, that going for you. It's just because I, I have problems focusing when it's just words being spoken with no visual stuff for me. Mm. Yes. I, I just, I can't, I can't do it. After years of schools and boring meetings and tutorials and stuff like at, work, at different works, it's like, okay, if someone starts talking, it just sounds to me like the Charlie Brown wah, 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 after a while. Mm -hmm. so that's why I can't do books on, uh, on audiobooks either. 
after a while, it's just like I can't focus on it. My mind just goes wandering, and it's like, wait, something was said. Oh shit! <laughs> so that's that's a shame because I'm listening to a podcast uh, by the guy who played Luther on Smallville. Um, oh, he, he he interviews yeah. actors and uh, comedians because he's also doing stand up comedy. Uh, he recent this is years ago, uh, but I'm I just recently listened to his episode where he talked to Bruce Campbell, and it was oh, a fascinating conversation. First of all, Bruce Campbell is a pretty awesome guy. He's very yeah, yeah. charismatic, he, and he talks very, speaks very back. well, very laid back. But some of the stuff that he was talking about, you know, the early days with him and Sam Raimi, um, oh, the, the making of Evil Dead and uh, Evil Dead 2, and just all of it, the entire conversation was really, really good. It would have been pretty interesting. Because that's the thing is when you start going, you realize rights to properties and stuff like that, like IPs, like, okay, well, we funded this, so we were the, we're the guys who owned the rights to that, so you can't redo that movie. <laughs> like, but, but... <laughs> Because like I said, there's other movies like Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2 is one of the biggest ones where it's like, uh, you can't use that, you know, Evil Dead because that's ours. What? But we're the guys that acted and wrote it. Yeah, but see, we funded it. So. <laughs> well, apparently it was the reason Army of Darkness wasn't called Evil Dead 3 was because of marketing concerns from Paramount Pictures, who actually created the show. Because so the first two were kind of indie. Uh, but yeah, when they it, when they went to make the third movie, uh, Paramount wanted it rebranded because it's it's like a completely different genre shift. So it's yeah. not really horror; it's more action horror or action comedy horror. Comedy, yeah. Whereas yeah. the 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 first one was pure horror, and the second one was kind of campy horror. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the 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 severe shift in um, um, the genre oh. and the, the the tone of the show uh, was the reason they didn't want to call it. Or one of the reasons they didn't want to call it Evil Dead Three. Absolutely, but, you should actually put the link uh, when you put this up there, Dev. Uh, sure, just in case. I I think he may actually have a YouTube channel with possibly video, so maybe you'll you'll have an easier time with that. Yeah, like I said, just for, it's it's always been an issue with me. Yeah. Just after a while, I was like, oh, someone was saying something. But yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll track down the link for that and uh, see, add I, it to I the show notes. Fake that I was listening. <laughs> <laughs> They usually say the same thing over 20 times. Mm-hmm. Especially when they start doing, okay, we're going to say it in French and then English and then French and then English. <laughs> and French and English. Like, okay, <laughs> All right. So, Paul, if you're done, why don't we move on? Uh, Gleason, what have you been watching? Uh, actually, not too much because I've been pretty busy doing the interviews and stuff. Awesome. And, uh, well, the last one was a fucking bitch. <laughs> so... OBS didn't record properly. This it did the video, but not the sound. Mm-hmm. That's my fault. I, I know it's my fault. It was just I didn't check properly when I was doing it. So I had to ask the guy, "Can you do it one more time?" And then we had a power outage <laughs> doing it. And then because I hadn't set up OBS to do MKV, but MOV file. Oh yeah. If, so was then saved. I'm like, so I managed to go find a software and recovered that file, but then. The editing software didn't like that convert that recovered file, so I had to get a buy a converter software to convert mm-hmm. to convert it from MP4 to MP4. I mean, it went from MP4 to MP4, but then Corel actually was like, "Oh, I can handle this," but there were still bits here and there that it 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 froze the program completely, mm-hmm. like crash. So I had to go through every spot. Okay, is five minutes good? Yeah. Okay, seven minutes, eight, ten minutes. Nope. Nope. Okay, seven. Yes. Okay. Cut that part out. Go back. Go back. Go cut. 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 So I finally managed to get it done. It was a nightmare to do. I've got three more I have to edit. 
um, that I've done recently that I have to edit to put up on our YouTube. Nice. Mm-hmm. So I haven't really been watching very much. I did watch a bit last night of the most uh, old, the second season of Vox Machina. I finished. I finished mm-hmm. it off. You mean uh, Vox Machina? Vox yeah. Machina. Yeah, it was the, interesting. The thing that the, the critical role people did but it turned into a TV show. That's yes. right. Okay. Yeah. Um, the uh, it was interesting because they actually had good character development in this season. Mm-hmm. You know, they all all characters sort of learned. So it was it was nice to see actually character development. Nice. Yeah. I mean, of course, there's always the stupid, you know, the the modern jokes that are coming through and stuff like that. Like, yeah, you know. yeah. yeah. But you know, it was good. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Okay. That... Well, what about you, Ramsoy? Um, Well, let's see. A couple of TV shows that I watched over the last month or so. Uh, first one is uh, on Netflix, Fubar, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh my yeah, God, yeah, that was yeah. so good. I, it was, but I have to admit, uh, it it. Uh, really took me out of it in the first episode when it's supposed to be taking place in Guyana. Right. That looked like it was a little too far north, like California. (laughs) (laughs) California. And everybody there is Latin American, and Guyana is one of uh, two countries in, you know, south of the U.S. border that is actually English-speaking to start with. Yeah. And, you know, there weren't enough black people because there's a very big black population in Guyana as well. Mm. But... Uh, yeah, it, it was fun. It, could, could, it was definitely meant to be tongue in cheek. Yeah, I was. Wasn't Arnold Schwarzenegger doing his being in there and the stunt double? Uh, I wasn't watching for that. It's pretty easy. You, yeah. I've watched some clips and it's like, well, because I mean he's in his seventies now. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, yeah, you could tell where it's like, oh, look, it's the full body suit with the helmet on, so <laughs> and he's shot from behind. I wonder if that's not Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, I don't get me wrong. I fully understand why at 70 years old you're mm-hmm. not doing stunts like that anymore yeah no problem even though he probably is healthier than a lot of the people on the set mm-hmm. oh yeah oh yeah but it's still like you're 70 years old your body's not recovering as much and yeah oh he's still in great shape but mm-hmm. he doesn't need to do his own stunts but it's, it's interesting to see how they try to make it not so obvious and it's like well we we know like, mm-hmm. like unless you're doing C- great cgi to put on his face mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> yeah know at least they're not de-aging him like they did harrison ford no well they kind of needed to do that because he's kind of going well, back harrison and... ford looks like i find 100 years old now yeah like in the last few years it's gone from oh he's not too bad to yeah he's old yeah yeah he's old well that's what tends to happen to people when they get up there well there's a certain point in yeah a certain point where you're like not too bad not too bad not too oh god <laughs> yeah yeah. and harrison ford passed that oh my god <laughs> yeah i mean he still looks good for his age yeah uh, concerning all the stuff he's done mm-hmm. <laughs> through the years, plane crash not included. Yeah, yeah, um, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you're if you're wanting fun, tongue-in-cheek spy action, then uh, Fubar is definitely uh, worth checking out. Um, the other uh, show that uh, we watched uh, recently, that's uh, probably a more better-known one, is uh, Marvel's Secret Invasion. Oh yes, yes. Mm-hmm. It's getting mixed reviews. Yeah, uh, I it. I mean, it's all Nick Fury. Yes, um, which I'd be I'd be okay because it's Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was a bit disappointed with the ending of it okay. because the, it just didn't feel like the uh, conclusions were earned. Was this more like trying to set stuff up for future shows or movies? Um, no. Without any spoilers, obviously. No, I. I mean, there there are changes. I I really don't see like 
the uh, the Marvels is going to be coming out. That's going to be highly involving Samuel Jackson, at least, or Nick Fury, at least at the beginning of it. Yes, because we can't um, have Brie Larson carry her own movie anymore. Yeah. Well, I, who knows? A- anyhow, uh, it doesn't really have a big impact on that, uh, but it does introduce a new character that is going to be, you know, Captain Marvel level power or, or more. Captain Britain. No, 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 no. This is... Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it, it's a Super Scroll. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Super Scroll. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, that makes sense for the Scroll invasion. Mm-hmm. Now, you read the comics of the Super Secret Invasion, right? No? I did not. Okay. Well, basically, it is, it's Scrolls take over a whole yeah, bunch yeah. of things. Yeah, I, I knew what it was about. But what's interesting is because in the Captain Marvel movie, right, if you look at it, the Scrolls were not bad people. No. They were just trying to, mm-hmm. you know, fit in. Yeah. Well, I mean, with uh, Secret Invasion, what's going on is just uh, a lack of action on uh, on Nick Fury's promises from the Captain Marvel movie, uh, leading so... them to saying, okay, we've got to start taking things into our own hands. Yeah. We're doing this for the greater good. No, no. The it, greater it, it's all, good. It's all the greater the, good. It's all for the the good of the scrolls. Sorry, Paul and I did watch, Reese, well, Hot Fuzz again. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. The greater good. The greater good. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think maybe if they had made, extended it by an episode or two, they might have... Okay, then it, in uh, this case, it's not like some like the Defenders, where it was like, there's a lot of extra stuff they could have trimmed down to cut it down to less, two less shows. In this case, it should have expanded the shows i or yeah like set up the way that it concluded a little bit better i think as i said it, it just felt like it was unearned everything got wrapped up too too eagerly. quickly okay yeah i mean again samuel jackson i i, I want to see him because it's it's samuel mm-hmm. jackson mm-hmm. oh yeah he's he's doing a great job as nick fury i, I could watch him go shopping mm-hmm. and be fine <laughs> like, but yes unlike uh previous nick furies we're actually seeing a much more vulnerable nick fury in this one that's okay. He's allowed to be. I mean, it's still his reaction to the blip, yeah. basically. Yeah, well, I'm still not happy with the way they got his eye patch in there. <laughs> he, he's not wearing his eye patch. No, but it's still him. an alien being scratched his eye and he got infected oh, and oh, lost oh. it. Yeah. It's like, what? Yeah. Should have been shrapnel from World War II. Just it, like... <laughs> or even Vietnam War or something. Like, it should have been when he was doing his agent stuff. Yeah. You know, well, at this point, it probably would have been like, um, uh, Iraq. like the, yeah, the Iraq. Well, remember, of course, because this Nick Fury is from the Ultimates mm-hmm. universe as opposed to the original Nick Fury, yeah. who has actually left the universe mm-hmm. to sort I... of, yeah, he's in the comics. They're not using the white Nick Fury anymore. Mm-hmm. He's now because well, he's the World War Two one. Yeah, uh, and it looks like what they're saying is. The new Nick Fury is actually Nick Fury, Nick Fury, Nick Fury Jr. Mm-hmm. The original Nick Fury is his dad. Okay. Um, and, that, and that's how they're trying to do the tie-in between the two different universes and the Nick Furies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, supposedly, Nick Fury still has a, little, a bit of the secret super soldier serum in him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That. Yeah. Which I could see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't really count towards the TV show. <laughs> no, no. But it would explain how he's still, he could have been around in Vietnam and still be yeah. in, in oh, yeah. decent good shape. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm done. Maybe we should talk about uh, Paul's movies. Um, hello. 
<laughs> Hi, Dev. How are you doing? So, Paul. Yes, yes, Pat. Oh, Pat. I'm going to cut all of you out. It'll just be me talking for like uh, 25 minutes and that'll be the whole show. Uh, so, um, I've watched a couple of good shows. So, in addition to the FUBAR show that uh, Pat was talking about, um, Jen and I also watched the Arnold Schwarzenegger documentary that's currently on oh. Netflix. On and Netflix, yeah. That was, uh, again, fascinating. I, I really yeah, liked hearing about... Um, Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I really liked hearing about yeah. his life. Yeah. Um, and then um, recently, so that, that, like a sequel to Pumping Iron. Uh, <laughs> it's like I have sex. I'm coming. I'm coming all the time. Coming all the time. Coming. <laughs> He's uh, very candid about uh, some of the stuff that he went through when he was younger. Yes. Oh, um, um, and he, what do you think of being made the Netflix uh, CEO of? action i don't know I don't, I don't know what that means did you see that the, there's all the trailers he, he was made in charge of netflix action movies and, and stuff oh I, I hadn't heard that yeah that's why he's got to deal with netflix and stuff like that he's, okay he signed on as uh he's their action guy cool Oh, good for him. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm down with that. He he seems to know action movies. Uh, they even had a bit where they interviewed uh, Sylvester Stallone, kind of talking about the rivalry between them yeah. during the mm-hmm. 80s and 90s. It was it was very right. good. Well, it was also like it was a fun rivalry. They, they tried to eat out, eat, outdo each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but apparently they hated each other. Yes. Like they the hated point. each other at the height of the rivalry. Right now they're fine. Yeah. I, I found uh, well, that also very they, funny. Hollywood, uh, Planet Hollywood together, so. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I thought that was funny where they're like, so if he did this, I have to do that. If he did that, I have to do this. <laughs> well, that they sort of dived into that in the Expendables, mm-hmm. in the second one. Yes. And it's sort of like they made them rivals in that show. Yeah. And that was supposed to be like homage to their rivalry as in the ages or whatever. Yeah, yeah and they're in real life during those types of shows. I love how it seems like Schwarzenegger was doing, a, like after he decided, I'm, I'm done with movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he did the governor. And he's like, you know what? I can I can go back and still do shit and prove to people I still got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but now he's just doing things that he finds enjoyable. Like that, that's well, fun you know, for him. Well, why not? When he you can. get to that point in your career. Yeah. Well, no, that can. He can say, I'm, I want this much to do this. Uh, yes, sir. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir, Mr. Governor, sir. <laughs> right. So, in addition to that, um, over on uh, Amazon Prime, uh, Jen and I started watching this Australian show uh, called Deadlock. Uh, Lock spelt L O C H as if, as in Lake. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. It's a cop drama set in a tiny town where people keep winding up murdered. Um, so far, we're, I think we're five or six episodes into it. I, I don't know how long the uh, the full run is. Based on, like reality sort of thing. No, or is it... no, absolutely not. <laughs> no, in fact, <laughs> it's it's so weird. Um, oh, wait! I think I saw the trailer for that. So it's it's a pair of female detectives, or or one yeah. used to be a detective in the big city who got who went to the small town um, to kind of wind down and uh, be with uh, her wife, and then this new detective get sent from the big city to help investigate these murders and they are immediately in conflict with each other um, Mm. because the new detective is like super brash um, basically doesn't doesn't stand for any shit Um, but the whole show is weirdly like slapstick 
Oh, which okay. is which is I, I, I find so weirdly jarring, but it's still pretty enjoyable. Like so, so you have to have a, a bit of um, an open mind when you when, if you try to watch the show because you're expecting like this serious cop drama, and like people are just acting like fucking idiots, and mm. and and it's it, it's 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 weird. It's super super weird. But uh, I'm like I said, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, so I, I would definitely recommend that people at least give the first couple episodes a shot and, yeah, okay. and, see, and see if you can take the weirdness of the of the, uh, the, mm-hmm. the show. When you were describing it, it was sounding like In the Heat of the Night to me. Uh, I don't know if I ever saw it. Okay, well, it started as a movie and it did get made into a TV show. Yeah, but Sidney so Poitier wasn't in the TV series. No, he wasn't. Uh, it was uh, Carol O'Connor Carol, yeah. in the TV series. Yeah, so it's... Uh, small town sheriff you know carol o'connor mm-hmm. who has to put up with the uh, big town uh, detective detective but the detective happens to be black and you know the, it, it's southern. all taking place in the south I yeah see. during the uh, well in the movie it was in the 60s yeah so it was the during TV the civil rights movement tv series i think was 70s and 80s i i never watched it so i couldn't yeah. yeah but it, it doesn't have the slapstick it's okay. <laughs> definitely dealing with the serious social issues. See, the slapstick one reminds me of the one with oh, now I can't remember his name. Um, but where the there was a TV show, cop cop show, but no one knew the script. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the guest stars wouldn't know what was going on. Yeah, because right. they they weren't given a script. They're they're improving. No. The only person yeah. who's seen the script is the uh, is the the actual guy playing the detective. Yes. Yeah. yeah you know the show. Right? I, I know exactly what show you're talking about. Will Arnett plays the uh, the bumbling detective. That's right, um, yeah. And everyone, this guest stars have no clue what the script is yeah. or what's going on. And they're so like, okay, here's a dead body. What do you think? Uh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and then they, yeah. have to, they have to act like uh, police and then investigate the crime, um, yeah. find out who the suspects are, and then figure out who the actual murderer is by the end of it. It's actually a pretty <laughs> funny show. It's, it's very enjoyable. Um, I, I talked about it maybe three or four episodes back. You did, yeah. That's mm. what reminded me of it. It was like one of those ones where it's off the wall of... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, man, I wish I could remember what it was called. There's, there's, sure there's, a, there's, a, will say something. there's a second season coming out. Um, hey, Dwayne, let soon. us know what it is in our comments. <laughs> <laughs> if you know Dwayne, will know it. <laughs> uh, we can also IMDb. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. Okay, so that, that's, that's all I want to talk about for TV shows. There might be others, but let's move on to movies. Uh, Paul, we'll start with you again. I haven't watched any movies. Awesome. Okay, moving on. Pat? Uh, again, not too much except for the, you know, well, this is kind of a movie that was TV show. I'm trying to think. Well, besides the hot fuzz I talked about not too long ago, been really busy doing a whole bunch of other stuff. Okay, hmm. Pat, moving uh, on. Oh, I did start watching again uh, Clint Eastwood's uh, Hang Em High. Does that count? The I Western? mean, it's technically a movie. It's, mm. <laughs> it's just sort of watching the old days of the Clint Eastwood sort of ones. Uh, the only, I like that. The only actual movie that I have started watching but haven't got anywhere with is the Dungeons & Dragons movie. Oh, super good. I, I really enjoy that. Yeah, I, got, I got like 15 minutes into it. Just after they got out and were visiting with the new Lord of Waterdeep hmm. that used to be their friend. Yes. Right. It was pretty much at that point that I stopped watching. And I will, I do want to watch it. Mm-hmm. Just, I, I, I felt I, the urge to. So. No. I was just saying, it's well done. Yeah. It's, we've talked about it before, but it's fun. Like, yeah. You know, and uh, what's his name? Uh, Hughes is is great as a as a bumbling villain. Mm-hmm. Who's the character that Paul was just mentioned? Yeah, yes, he does great. I, I like seeing him as, in his parts now, where he's sort of like the okay, I'm I'm not the leading man anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. 
you know, let me do some weird, weird bits. Yeah, like playing an Oompa Loompa in the new Willy Wonka movie. Yeah, okay, that's that's an issue with some people. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, a lot of little people are like, we couldn't even apply mm-hmm. to be an Oompa Loompa. Yeah, that makes no sense. You'd think they'd be oh, perfect. I don't want to discriminate against little people. Mm-hmm. And little people are like, uh, if yeah, I'm applying for the job, it's not discrimination. It's, it's a short character. I'm a short person. Yeah. <laughs> Why can't I do this? Oh, we don't want to discri- discriminate against, against you. Well, but, then, uh, then give me a give tall me person fucking... job. Yeah. <laughs> well, same as the upcoming Snow White and the seven... Non-dwarves. Non-dwarves. Mm-hmm. Really? Wow. Oh, yeah. You haven't heard this? Mm-hmm. They're not dwarves. They're, of course, uh, gender... Some are gender fluid. Um, different... Well... I don't mind the race, different races, that's fine. That's but gender fluid, but they're not called dwarves. You know, they're not uh, minors. They're all, you know, different sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And the movie, the main actress is like, well, it's not about the love story. It's the, the love story was stupid, you know. It's all about her discovering herself and empowering herself and all this. Well, that's the previous Snow White movies that came out. Like the, uh... yeah, but it's also like, <laughs> it's, but... Snow White is is the whole love story, love conquers all sort of idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, it's weird that he just sees her and is in love with her, but mm-hmm. it's it's yeah. And, and the they're not minors; they're diverse sort of characters of all sorts of things. And mm-hmm. no, well, no, 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 that's that's not the the main issue. The main issue is the fact that they won't hire didn't hire they, any they little people. They won't they won't hire any little people. They because didn't. that's because that they won't hire them because that's that is discriminatory against them. Mm. Oh, I think like, the word you're looking for is exploitative, not discriminatory. Yeah, yeah. No, the way they're doing it is dis- well, the way they're doing it, yes, but it's because they don't, we don't want to exploit you. But I want to work. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they're dwarves, and I'm a we, little person. We, we, can't, we can't typecast you that way. So <laughs> what? But I want the fucking job. <laughs> like, <laughs> is it really typecasting if that's your? It's it's like it's like we won't hire a black person to play a black role. Basically, is what it is. What is what it comes down to? Yeah, yeah. That's the best. Uh, or hiring an Asian to play an Asian role. Yeah, exactly. Or, you know... Because that's discriminatory, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. We don't want to typecast you, so we can't hire you. What? Mm -hmm. Well, uh, because there's been a few stories of where they weren't even allowed to audition for the part. Yeah. Now, I can sort of see where the roots of that come from, because it used to be that... Well, the big one, actually, is Peter Dinklage. Yeah. And... A lot of other his co not his other little people are like he does not speak for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, he's big and famous, but just because he said it doesn't make it so for the rest of us. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like yeah, just because we we can know the difference between an exploitive film and a film where we're actually meant like we can play this part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's yeah. I mean, if if you don't want to be typecasting them or be exploitative. Then give them roles where their size is irrelevant to the yeah. character. You know what exploitive is? Is having um, I just drew a mind blank. The guy who played in Leon and Fifth Element. Oh, um, Gary. Uh, no, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman yep. as a dwarf character. <laughs> you mean in Tiptoes? <laughs> yeah, that's exploitive. <laughs> you know, that that's is the fucking wackiest movie ever made. You know, but it's like, that's where you're getting, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Right? Because he's standing on his knees doing the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's an issue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Having a little person play a fantasy dwarf is A-OK. Mm-hmm. 
I didn't mind it in Time Bandits. No. I think, they, I think they chose well for all of the uh, Hobbit movies. Well, none, none of them were dwarves. I thought I thought some of them were. Yeah. No, I don't think so. No, none of them were. Because CGI yeah, and they're good. They're good filming angles. <laughs> God, they were. Well, it's, yeah, it's impressive. It's filming angles and CGI. Yeah, and I guess stuff. it would be. Mm -hmm. no, but no, there was no little people in the. No, you're right. I no. guess there weren't. No. I mean, maybe in some of the large battle scenes. They were just very yeah. good at, at angles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Watch yeah. <laughs> mm. Anyway, right. moving on. Mm -hmm. um, moving on up. Pat, did you say you had any movies that you watched? Um, the closest thing to a movie that I've watched is uh, the Adam Eve uh, origin story that uh, just came out. Well, that was a TV show. It, that should have been a TV show. That's basically a stream TV well, show. Yeah, but it, it's like an hour and a half long, so it's movie length. But it's, it's episodic, isn't it? No, it's not. I thought it's, she had... it's, a, it's a single episode. Oh, yeah. Okay. Invincible itself is going to be episodic. Right, okay, sorry. Yes. Yeah, that's why I said it's the closest thing to a movie that I've seen. Um, yeah, and that's really just because of the length. I, I enjoyed it. it. It's invincible. It's interesting seeing what her origin story is. Mm -hmm. um, and you get a better idea of what it is that she can do. Because it doesn't really come out too well in season one. You know she can do a lot of stuff. And but you don't know why and what it is. Yeah, yeah exactly. Now you understand Adam. Because yeah. she manipulates Adams. Yes. Yeah. And, Interesting. You know, her parents think she's weird because she can actually see molecules and doesn't understand why other people can't. Yeah. Because <laughs> that, you know, are you familiar with the Invincible there, Paul? Nope. Oh, okay. It's actually an interesting... It, it's a good... Uh, a bit of a deconstruction of the superhero movies without pulling it apart like Hitman did. Or yeah. Hit... Um, kick ass, kick ass, yeah, yeah. It's actually pretty good. Interesting. And uh, you know, J.K. Simmons' voice is the main villain. He's at this villain. Point. Well, now he is a. At this the, point, at this point, he's become a villain. But at the start, he was like the main superhero. Yeah. Just because he's preparing Earth for an invasion, or you know, not the point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually, you know, the hero. Yeah. It's mundane. You know, and the mm -hmm. fact that he kills the other superhero group. Eh, eh, eh. Well, mostly kills. <laughs> yes. I mean, they they all get killed, but they don't all stay killed. Well, what, no, he he immortal gets killed again. Hmm. But that just it, sounds wrong. Immortal got killed again. Well, because well, he's immortal. He's immortal. He'll come back. So you can kill him, but he comes back to life. I thought the whole premise behind immortal is you don't die. You can be killed, but you can still you come back to life. Mm -hmm. That's still an immortal. Yeah. He's not an undead, and he's actually coming back to life. Mm -hmm. Okay. He doesn't have a finish. He doesn't have an end. I see. Mm -hmm. Well, we're not sure he, he's coming back or not, because... Yeah. Who knows? But yeah. season two is, I think, uh, in November? November. They finally did a trailer yeah. and announced it. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, I guess that's all and part boys, of building up the interest in well, it. Well, and that's also part of... But Boys season four is also mm -hmm. coming out. And they dropped the trailer for uh, Gen V. Yes. Which we can, I guess, say for news and rumors and so on. Yeah. <laughs> but... Okay. You know, uh, as, as for me, the only movie I think I've seen, and I actually went and saw this in theaters, is the new Mission Impossible movie, and it was fantastic. Part part one, right? It is part one. Um, so uh, they definitely end it kind of well. The the funny thing is, even though it's part one of the movie, they they have a definite ending to what oh, they, they didn't were do doing. The, the Fast X thing. What's that? They didn't do the Fast X ending, where it's like you know there's another movie coming because the way they ended it, of like 
Oh no no no! You definitely know there's another movie coming because the the, the overall total mission isn't completed. But, oh, okay. but they yeah. they they stop it at a very logical point where okay. they've accomplished something, and then now it's the setup to the big battle at the end. And uh, yeah. I'm I'm looking forward actually, to the yeah. second movie. Unfortunately, it's not coming out until like sometime in 2024, so it'll be a while before we get to see it. Yeah, but yeah, I definitely recommend watching it because um, you know, oh. first of all, it's Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is a great actor. Hmm? It, uh, it's finished though at this point, isn't it? Did they do both at the same time? I, I don't. They they probably filmed both at the same time, but it doesn't come out yeah, until twenty. In that case, it was a long time because I mean, the movie it was, was COVID. filmed during COVID. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so they're not because mm-hmm. then they're not worried about the uh, writers or the Screen Actors Guild strike. No, I think they already have enough in the can. To, oh yeah. To actually be putting it out. They just can't promote it afterwards. Yeah, pretty much. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Well, you know, the Screen Actors Guild thing is when they're on strike, they can't promote movies. They, yeah, if they move, they're in the can. I get, hmm? I get it. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So, well, that is part of their job. They're working while they're doing promotion. Yeah. Yeah. So, moving okay. on from movies, let's talk about uh, video games. What, what, Watch your Twitch show. Paul, what have you been watching? Or what have you been playing? Watch your Twitch. <laughs> we got to have content for this. <clears throat> we have to. We? we have content. <laughs> Regular content. Um, Starship Troopers. Uh, what else? Div 2. Div 2, Starship Troopers. A little Skyrim here and there. Yeah, you get stuck it. in the mods. Once you get sucked into the mods, the mods are fantastic. But yeah, no. Um... I've been mostly focused on Div 2 right now because the season's almost over and I just want to get hit, through it. You want to hit the max levels. I just want the, the the new weapon and the new holster. Oh, yeah, I don't have the holster yet. Shit, that's higher. I level uh-huh. isn't Yeah, you need to get to like 85 at least. Shit. I might end up buying stuff. <laughs> might, yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Buy the levels, just buy it. <laughs> it. It is a thing that you might end up having to do, so we'll see. Um... But yeah, that's pretty much it. I, if you do want to join us on Wednesdays, for I'm just throwing this out there for anybody. Please yep. do come. We like we're doing Starship Troopers right now because there's 60 person game, and we picked up extra players. And we've we've actually picked up extra players from the community. So we have what is it? Almost 10 people now. Almost 10. Yeah. If we if everyone group. comes in, we have uh, about 10 people. Yeah. Wow. But actually, managed to manage to hurt 10 cats at the same time is very difficult. Well, actually, it's, it's more of because uh, some people are in the States and different time zones. And we have a guy in Calgary who might be joining us as well. So, mm-hmm. again, but that's, you know, when you're talking to our time difference and we start at six. Yeah. It's four for them, right? Four yes. for them. So they're still usually at work or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It's, it is difficult. But we do, like I said, we have picked up a couple extra followers as well on our Twitch. So well, to accommodate, mm-hmm. could you just start the Twitch stream later? We might. Depends on what they say. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it depends on who we have and who's available when and whatnot. Yeah, it's also don't forget Paul. We can't go too late because of Paul, because mm-hmm. he's up at like four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I'm up at five most most mornings. Yeah. yeah, but you don't come and play with us. So. I know. Yeah, well, so I'm, I'm just saying I I can understand. You know, Paul's needing to go to bed earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And since he's one of the main guys, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't mind. You know, pushing the start back to seven. Six thirty-seven. Yeah. Yeah. That if if necessary, fun. that's that's. If fun. necessary, yes. But we're, you know, like I said, we, we're willing to change it around if we need to. I mean, we might have to because some some of our players locally struggle to get there at six o'clock. Yeah. 
So we might push it to try seven. If we can push it back to seven, that might be better for everybody whole, for for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's what you say, especially the ones in the you know, two-hour time zone difference. Yeah. I mean, it's an idea that you can float by everybody and see yep. what they think. That's what they say. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah. They know devs up till like three o'clock in the morning, anyway. So, yeah, it depends on the day, but yeah, there are, there are days definitely. All right. You, um, so, Pat, the are there any? Uh, yeah. mm -hmm. Do you come for the stream a lot? Um, I I hit maybe every other one or every one every three. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I interrupted you. That's, That's fine. fine. Uh, Pat, what about you? Uh, any other video what games Paul? other than what Paul said? <laughs> what Paul said? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's in we're in the same house, so it's like we're we're play if Paul one's playing one game, we're I'm playing the same game. Because Gen generally, that's the case. We rarely. Uh, yeah, it's like, hey, Paul, what are we doing tonight? Let's do some division. All right. <laughs> okay. What it's about you, Pat? Ah, uh, well, I've uh, recently gotten solitaire. Into, uh, no. City of Heroes. <laughs> uh, back to City of Heroes. I've also played a little City of Heroes. Uh, Adam, that week. might have been my fault. I, uh, I, I poked the bear and I asked him. He did. For the well, video. no, I also saw that video that I oh, that's on yeah, but yeah, gaming guy's site. And yeah. you gave me that information. I still haven't done anything with it. Mm -hmm. But, but they, like they say, where it's like, it, the City of Heroes is great for building a character because you could spend hours just mm. designing the, the way you yeah. look and everything. Although the bondage look was an interesting sort of one. Of, <laughs> okay. <laughs> he, he looks like a bondage guy who got free. I should play this yeah. game again. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, this is this is uh, Out of the Basement podcast. We are not on PSDES podcast here. <laughs> well, no, they're, they're, sometimes, sometimes we're a BDSM podcast. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Watch our TV show. Watch our uh, radio show for that one. What? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm yeah. pretty sure that get, get, uh, get us kicked off of Twitch. <laughs> so you haven't uh, come on to try and take the uh, get, uh, the, the base away from me? No. No. Yeah. No. No. No need. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, my style of play is pretty much. Did, did you put the mods on to build bases and stuff like that? Because there's a mod for base building and stuff. Did you get that mod? No. Mo uh, the the game comes with. But there's mods to to make it changed around it isn't there i thought there's there's there, mods there's the no mods for city of heroes no yeah there's, and even if there were there is mods for city of heroes there you absolutely is because it's a it's a uh, client server game where all the yeah. all the work happens up not you yeah yeah so i mean there are different styles of bases that you can build yeah. um our hero base is a high-tech one mm -hmm. on my server uh i've got more of a magic base and uh for my super villains they're uh They've got a uh, sewer. You know, of course, they've got the sewer. Sewers, man. Being a penthouse. <laughs> Be a Lex Luthor villain. Yeah. No, the, the superhero uh, team is called the Silent. No, but you said the sewers for the supervillain. Yeah, because they're all underground, clandestine, assassin types. And that's for the sewer urchin. <laughs> no, it's not quite that. No, it, it it's, you know, a, a sort of industrial out-of-the-way kind of a okay. base. I mean, you, it doesn't have a physical location. You just go to the base entrance portal. You know what you need? Portal. Is that you need a, a minivan or a van that has a dimensional portal in it. So you oh, can... yeah. From <laughs> Champions. Champions, yeah. <laughs> we like, had a mobile base. We had a mobile base. We, we had our base inside a van. We had a dimensional portal inside it, so everything fit inside the van. Yep. <laughs> we drove around with it. It was like the TARDIS. It was a lot bigger on the inside. Exactly. <laughs> Where are you guys getting this stuff from? How? It's out of the van. It's out of the van. <laughs> you, you just took a car out. Yep. 
we we know how to store things well. <laughs> yeah. Tetris, baby, it's all Tetris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm uh, yeah. So I basically am just keeping every trying to keep everybody at the same level. So I get one character leveled up, then I move on to the next character. So I do find myself doing the same missions over and over and over and over again. Yes. But then again, that's a lot of games, actually. The missions for a lot of games get to be... Mm -hmm. I know, Div 2 is no different. We've done them no, so, many yeah. so many times. Well, now it's funny, because when we're doing the speedruns of Division, when we were first... Have you remember doing speedruns of Division? Oh, yeah. So now Paul and I have builds. Mm -hmm. And uh, on the challenging ones, we finish them like five minutes left still out of the 20 minutes or even oh, less. Yeah. And some of the hard ones were just like almost half the time. <laughs> we're done. Yeah, it's it's like uh, it's like we we were doing what the challenging mission, and we we ended up all wiping on one section. And you're you're like, oh my god, we wipe, you know, this yeah. sucks. Blah, blah. I'm, I'm, I'm like I'm like, dude, we're on the second last room before the end, and we have ten minutes left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, so now it's like, like we're we're gonna get this, no problem. Now the thing is, what, what's different is with um, like Starship Troopers has worked because there's 16 people, so mm -hmm. even there's sort of similar missions. There's always yeah. different stuff. Mm -hmm. Because people build different ways, or they do different options, and and then things come from different locations. Yeah, it's not like, you know, it could be here, could be there. The base is always like the 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 map itself doesn't change, but where the base but, can, but is, where the base is on the map changes, or the setup of the and base. It, it's it sort of feels entirely different, even though it's exactly the same. You're just sort of you're on this side of the cavern, you're on that side of the cliff face, you're. You know, it makes it feel different, even though the map never changes. Yes, and because, as long as we don't have full German yet. Because <laughs> I only play with you guys on the during the stream, I don't have like exposure to all these different maps showing okay. up over and over and over again. So yeah. every time we play, it's like a brand new game for me. How'd you like the hard level, Dev? Uh, I, I don't think we did the hard level. You, you oh guys no, did you, you weren't ready for that. Uh, so one of the new guys, well, Chris, uh, Chris actually, next um, brother. Yeah, uh, he was like. We're good enough. Let's He's do like, hard. Let's do it on hard. And we're all like... Because there's only three levels. There's easy, normal, and hard. And we've been doing normal. We've been doing easy and normal. Mixture yeah. between the two. And then he's like, let's try hard. We're all high enough level. Like, okay, let's try it. Oh my god. Die. Die. <laughs> failure. You failed wow, that was mission. That was the first time I've ever seen See a failure. failure. <laughs> I, was like, mission. I was like... And, that, and we only failed because everybody ran off to, um, to, do, to do stuff and we left the arc completely undefended. Hmm. Yeah. And then, so the bugs got in, and then people were trying to desperately stop them, stop and rebuild. Stop them, and it's but like they just—they just, they, they swarmed so much, and there was no infrastructure around the arc that they—they yeah. they just blew the arc up. And that was—that was the reason why we failed. Uh, that, and that's the only time I've ever failed in that game. But we maybe we can try City of Heroes, a well, like a raid in the City of Heroes, right, for a stream at some point in time if we get it going. But could you? How many people can have in a? Party? Oh, it's a—it's a massively multiplayer. Yeah, it's a so MMO. It's as big as you wanted it. Okay. Yeah. See, that's the thing is we like Starship Troopers is you can have a whole bunch of people playing mm -hmm. as opposed to other ones versus four. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Conan and Valheim, they're more building. Yeah. Which if you're only doing for stream an hour and a half mm -hmm. is boring to watch for people because we yeah. it's the same it's the same thing with Valheim. You know what I'm saying? Valheim yeah. and Conan are building ones. Yeah. Like you can do raids, but you have to plan that okay. We gotta gear up beforehand, so when mm -hmm. you start, we're all ready to go. Mm -hmm. As opposed yeah. to, yeah. oh, I need to go mine this, or I need to get this. So it's like, okay, well, we're not doing the mission yet. We're still waiting. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah we we should 
if we're going to stream something like that, we should yeah everybody get your characters ready for it beforehand. So yeah, that, but again, like I said, yeah. if if you're doing three or four hours, mm-hmm. then it's not so bad showing the building as you're doing stuff along. But if it's only an hour and a half, you yeah. want yeah. Like we could do a dungeon, and then it's like, okay, come and follow me and see what exactly, uh, yeah. what I've done in the last little while. And anybody who yeah. doesn't care about that can yep. log off. Log off, yeah, yeah, pretty much. How about you, Dev? The what only, have you been play- The only game I've really been playing is Far Cry Six. Um, so I've spent uh, quite a bit of time doing that the past I'm couple of weeks. I couldn't hmm? get through the first area. It was this Far Cry Six or Far Cry Five? Six. six. You're trying to sneak through somewhere, and I kept failing trying to get out of that goddamn area. Oh, you're you're talking like the tutorial when you're escaping the uh, the island yes. in the first place. Mm. Yeah. That is very very difficult. Yeah, that that was, and you don't have any weapons, so you're just literally oh. running, trying to hide or stay yeah. hidden. Yeah, it, it, that that was not easy. You're fucked. And it's like, could you at least like you can? There's an option to play a different sort of thing in there, instead of that. But if you're trying to actually do the main mission, mm-hmm. if you can't get past that part, not too bad. Do it yeah. again. Mm-hmm. I, I was finding that with Division, the the first one. It was just taking me forever to get through the tutorial. Yeah. And you guys are waiting for me, and I'm like, I'm going to get there. <laughs> <laughs> I actually really like it, though. Like, even compared to some of the other Far Cry um, games, uh, I, I really like the way this one is structured. Um, yeah. I found it easy to get around, uh, move from place to place. Uh, the missions are diverse and different enough that it's actually entertaining um I'm, I'm really enjoying this far cry like there's a lot less um things that you are kind of forced to endure or sit through um there's a lot fewer yeah. cutscenes than, than there were in previous episodes there's less portions where you've uh, been uh drugged and sent oh now you're yeah, walking yeah. through a magical world like uh, there's none of that crap they took all that stuff out how um, the it's ring is the bad guy oh he's absolutely fantastic John uh, Carlo um, Esposito is a great actor yes. um, he's a really really good villain and yes. in this he he plays once again an excellent villain um, okay. he's not like he's not um, the mustache twirling evil he's no, you know, he's, he's, he's a man of the people he's here to help the the true yarns uh, it's, mm-hmm. it t- takes place in a fictional uh, archipelago country called Yara um, so kind of set in the not quite caribbean probably more south south america uh spanish-speaking so there's a lot of spanish in there um but the acting all the the cutscenes and stuff that you do have to sit through are great like it's it's like watching almost movie quality material well that's that's sometimes i like when they uh, when people put the the cutscenes together Mm Tube as like a movie of like here's like they've done that with Infamous, right? Right. Well, so you can do it with Infamous because that's a very linear story, but the way the uh, the storyline in this plays out because you're playing over like maybe six or seven different zones, each one has like um, oh. a guy in charge of it, but you can do them kind of in any order. Um, so so there's there's no real cohesive storyline that you could stitch together in like a series of cutscenes into a movie, uh, unlike what you could do with Infamous because that is so linear. Oh, oh yeah, great, well, great movie, uh, great TV show. Uh, so, Jesus Christ, great video game. I'm really, really enjoying it. <laughs> it's great something. It's a, it's, it's a medium. It's, it's one of those medium. <laughs> um, one, one of the little side quest mission chains that they had is actually based on Stranger Things, and you end up going to the under, under dark or the upside down. That oh, right. was freaky as hell. But I came out of it with 
um, a, a assault rifle that it basically kind of carried me through the middle of the game uh, because I, I ended up doing those missions relatively early. Um, it unlocked this uh, this this unique uh, assault rifle, which carried me through a good portion of the game until I, I unlocked something better and started using it. You needed, that. yeah. Like it, it was, it's a really good weapon. All right, um, uh, a book still. I got I talk about a, at least one book. Oh, I, I'm I got tons of books I want to talk about. So let let's move on to to novels. Yeah. Well, I read uh, Springtide Harvest, the fantasy book by J.D. Mitchell. Okay. Who the interview I did with with the interview that took forever to get done. <laughs> uh, so he's a local author. Um, so check out my or our, our YouTube, uh, and you'll see the interview there. Plug, plug, plug. Um, have uh, you started doing the uh, the playthrough of the? Uh, no, I haven't yet. Uh, because I'm, I'm still not sure my August schedule, okay. or how long I'll be in Ottawa or not. Uh, but it looks like I'll be here for most of it. So I'll probably start. Um, either next week or the week after, but I'll, I'll put advertisements up everywhere. You know, not advertisements, but I'll put notices up that I'll be doing it. But I want to start that the, the Citadel of Bureaucracy. Yeah, and that that sounds interesting. Are you going to do it on Twitch? I'll do it on Twitch. Yes, it'll be on Twitch, so people will be able to. I'll be able to follow through, and if people are watching, they can actually suggest do this instead. Like, okay, I'll go with. If people say do it, I'll try it. Okay, cool. Uh, but I do recommend uh, Spring Tired Spring. Hide Harvest is more a low fantasy book mm-hmm. than high fantasy. Sorry. Every time you say springtide, I keep thinking you're going to say springtime for Hitler. <laughs> oh, spring tide. I know, but this is just what every time you say it, I'm like, I'm like, is he going to start breaking? Why would I start? Song? Why would I say like time for Har- for Hitler? It's a reference to the producers. Oh, Mel Brooks. Thing? Oh yes, yes, right. Sorry, time yeah. for Hitler. And... Yes. Um, and Germany, <laughs> but it's a, it's a it's a good book. Like I said, it's, it's sort of get the idea of the uh, old school D and D, where you go out, you have to hire henchmen and hire you know and all that, and you bring them into the dungeon. It's like, you know, there's a what's your job? You're holding the torches. Wait, what? That, that's that's your job. We're paying you to carry the torches and and light them. <laughs> we'll protect you. <laughs> and also make sure you've got a lot of space in your backpack because you're carrying all the loot. Well, no, no, there are other people because they're usually it's like this was a ten-year-old boy they hired for this, so he wasn't any of the loot. <laughs> okay, that's right. You're going to do a dungeon. Hey, kid, you want a job? Okay, here, here are these torches. Where are we going? Into a dungeon. What? Don't worry, we'll protect you. <laughs> Narrator says, and they didn't. <laughs> okay. Does anyone else have any novels they, or books they want to talk about? Not really. I haven't been reading. No, me neither. Okay, so I've been listening to um, a lot of audiobooks on Audible. Um, I'd taken a break and I recently got back into it. And I went through not one, but three different novels in the same series uh, in very quick succession because I, I found them so enjoyable. Um, they're novels written by uh, Rachel Aaron um, and they're, they're set place in modern day Detroit but in a world where magic has come back dragons okay. have so it's kind of like shadow run um, i was gonna say like, yeah it's it shadow it's, it's it's very shadow runny but instead of shadow run the way it's very structured um in this um the the city itself has has basically has a god that has arisen or arisen from the inhabitants so it, it's a place called the detroit free zone um okay. and it's sort of um uh, Neil Gaiman's American Gods in there. Mm, similar to, to that, yeah. So uh, 
not only has magic come back, but gods have come back too. And so there was this ancient god of like the Athabascan lakes that um, originally had risen up and was trying to take over the city. And there was this huge battle against it. Eventually it was defeated. And from the ashes of that rose this area called this, the Detroit Free Zone. And so many people believed in this area, this zone, that, that, a, that a god was birthed from it. Oh, God, it's Yorks. <laughs> if we believe it, it comes true. Kind of, yeah. It's a, it's a little like that. Um, so the, the books themselves are called Minimum Wage Magic, Part-Time Gods, and then Night Shift Dragons. And it all centers around this one woman who kind of, to escape her past, has come to Detroit to um, uh, become what, what they're, they're called cleaners. So the, the city council, I guess, um, authorizes people to go into homes where the, the tenant hasn't paid their, uh, their rent for, I think, a period of 90 days. And then basically it gets repossessed. Um, these cleaners get sent in to make it make it habitable again oh um, so i was thinking like that's no no they're, they're literally cleaners who go into to okay. clean the place something in mafia type cleaners no no um uh, so, so so a little a little like mafia type cleaners but basically they want it so that the the house is ready or the apartment is ready to be rented again and in order okay. in order to do this they they end up bidding on um on um the right to, to gain access and, uh, and and clean the house, and they basically get to keep whatever they find inside. So it's kind of like a mixture of storage wars uh, oh, right. meets um, uh, Moldy Maid. <laughs> Here's a question for you, the Def, because mm -hmm. the last title got my attention. Night Shift Dragons. So it was like, like is this where you go into a Seven Eleven? There was like a you know, four dragons stuck in there, like a, a shirt, going, "Hi, can I help you? Welcome to Seven Eleven." <laughs> uh, it's not quite like that. The the dragons work tonight. <laughs> so the the dragons always, mo almost always have a human form that they keep in polite company because it's jarring oh, for one. humans to see uh, a dragon in its pure form. But you can yeah. still kind of feel that aura whenever you're around a dragon. You know it's a fucking dragon. Oh, uh, sorry. I just had this idea, like for a Shadowrun thing, where it's you know you go into. You know, 7-Eleven, it's like, poor dragon stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not supposed to be working today. <laughs> Clerks need shadow run. <laughs> so this this girl is, um, not only is she a cleaner, but she's also a, a mage, so a magic user. Yeah. But she's terrible at casting magic. So she ends up using kind of uh, third-party purchase devices that, that do most of her magic for her. So she has this cape, which protects her from being um, uh, harmed. But yeah. it has like these charges, and and it only lasts you know a couple of times, and then she has to go in and have she has like this portable circle that she lays down in order to to recharge it. it the whole thing is is very imaginative, really well done, um, and the the important thing about this uh, series specifically is that it's very much um, written from a very Asian perspective because the girl is actually Korean. Okay. So, so there's a lot of kind of, kind of Korean mythology behind it, um, um, cultural stuff. It's it's very um, prominent in the in the books. Um, so anyway, it's it, the it's a really good series. Um, if if you like that that shatter one type of uh, of um, play style, uh, mm -hmm. I think this would be a very good uh, book series for you to read. Right. Wasn't it cyberpunk the role playing game that took place in Detroit? No, no. Cyberpunk um, place in Night City. Night City, yeah. Yeah. California coast. But there is a role-playing game like 
that is, I think, cyberpunkish that takes place in Detroit, and I'm trying to remember. Well, there might is. be there might be modules for it. Um, mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if either Shadowrun or uh, Cyberpunk had something set in Detroit. Mm -hmm. um, but Shadowrun was Chicago. Yeah. Cyberpunk was. I thought Shadowrun was Seattle. Seattle, but there's also stuff in Chicago. Okay. Chicago is where the bugs took over mostly. Right. So there was modules set in Chicago as well. Um, where they, you know, the, sorry, when I say bugs, I mean the bug spirits, mm -hmm. which were, you know, entities from beyond. Mm -hmm. Sort of. Hive mind sort of taken over human. Humans. Right. Pat, it's possible you're thinking of the werewolf game where um, some some one of the major corporations that were polluting the planet that the uh, werewolves are fighting against, I think was was in Detroit. But it could be. It could be. I just remember there was a game that had Detroit as well. Detroit setting. was also I think in Vampire too. It could be. Mm -hmm. I think I think there was a Detroit was yeah I think Detroit was for a Vampire. Okay. Yeah. Where it's like. What was it? One vampire per ten thousand people, or something like that. And <laughs> then, then you start running the game. You're like, wait, how how many vampires in this? One, two. Yeah. Oh, that's that's uh, including the PCs. That, that throws the uh, okay. Humans are gonna start dying here. There's not enough to feed the people. <laughs> You're gonna start noticing this. All right, let's move on to um, role playing games. Have you guys actually been playing anything? <laughs> I have. I'd like to say I have. Paul has it. No. We want to get some stuff going here, but it's just awkward for where we are. We've cleared off our table mm -hmm. in front of us right now so that we can actually do stuff up here in the podcast room and actually we could uh, record it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, Twitch stream it and all that. Um, I'd like to, but the camera would make that difficult. We've been, uh, our Paladin's game's still going on there, Devram. Yeah. We, you, we haven't made you an NPC yet. I keep pushing for it, but Eric's like, yeah, nah, he's never around. Um, like, it's, sort of, it's sort of like, it's like Patrick's character in our, in our Pendragon campaign. Yeah. He just, yep. Well, I made him an NPC. Eventually you did, yes, yeah, but yeah. he was just sort of the guy that was running London. Yep. Corruptly, <laughs> embezzlement and stealing and mm -hmm. trying to, he, he trying was, to he was making you guys money. Yeah, he was, Yeah. yeah. He was doing but he was his own little kingdom. Of course he was. You know, you're like I didn't stomp you when I came back. <laughs> thought about. I'm like, yeah. I would be mean to my cousin's kid. You know, he's Even doing, though he's an NPC now. He's doing. You know, he's he's just was having little copic churches rise here and there and in trade. He was, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy you kept those under the under the radar because. Yeah, we would have started a crusade against you. Again, another crusade. Another. <laughs> How that one worked out so well last time. The, the first, okay. very, very, very end, it did. I, I will admit, the first one was a mistake, and we, and we went about it the wrong <laughs> way. We were very arrogant. We have a thousand people. Let's go against Rome. Wait, what? <laughs> we we were very arrogant, and we it didn't. Good uh, on paper, okay. We we, we, we didn't supply. We didn't secure our supply lines. My favorite is still. Oh, we got the the fade to help us. We have a dragon egg. All right, it's gonna hatch. All right, so we release it. It flies away. Wait, what? <laughs> but, 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 but. Well, now you guys are going to have to go have to kill that dragon. Well, it's that like, happened. It's, 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 it. it's like, well, you asked for a dragon egg. You got one. Mm -hmm. And then my dad still didn't die trying to kill oh, the No. And then the whole point was him to go and die fighting this dragon. And that. He killed the dragon. He never died. But yes, it was. <laughs> it was cool armor out of it, though. Exactly. <laughs> 
Uh, but no, I've only been doing like with the Paladin. Uh, my Friday night games can count just for the summertime. It's so hard to do things on the Friday yeah. night, uh, especially remotely. Mm. So we've not uh, done anything there. So I'm running the, my Game of Thrones on this uh, t- t- on this uh, tomorrow. <laughs> well, tomorrow, yes. on the podcast, when you listen to this, it'll mm-hmm. be in the uh, yeah July 29th. That is when I'm doing the my Game of Thrones thing. Today is July 29th. Tomorrow's the 30th. 30th. So right. So if, if if we keep to our current um, release schedule, it'll probably be two to three weeks in the past. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so uh, I'm doing my Game of Thrones, and they've already met a couple of people from the novels and stuff. And then this is where I keep saying it's hard to do a game. Like Star Wars is different. It's a huge galaxy. Mm-hmm. You yeah. can run forever and never have anyone run across a freaking Solo or Skywalker. Right. Yeah. Game of Thrones is on one island. The size of England. The size of England. And, and yeah, if you're setting stuff up within the Lannisters, well, you're probably going to meet some of the Lannisters from the books or mm-hmm. the shows. Yeah. No other way around it. Mm-hmm. So it makes it interesting. It's just, I'm not sure how long I can run it for. Mm-hmm. Again, because also Game of Thrones has an end to it. Look <laughs> yeah. Well, sorry. The, the TV series has an end. Yeah. The book has never going to end. Yeah. <laughs> he's never going to finish that series. Well, I think he's not going to finish the next book. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> that's been in the works pretty much since the series ended. Well, no, he's, he's, he's started doing another series. Mm-hmm. He did the one where it's 300, when um, Aegon the Conqueror comes in mm-hmm. and takes over. And then he's doing another one that's called the Hedge Knight one. That's another TV series book he's doing. Mm-hmm. So he's never, he's never, like, no matter what he says on any interview, he's not doing anything more on the original series. Mm-hmm. No way. Yeah. Well, he'd have, he's probably going to be changing how it ends anyhow, so. He's not going to bother. Yeah. Like, seriously, he's got two other things going right now. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to. He's got the money coming in anyways. Yeah. And also he knows that no matter what he comes out with, people will not be happy. Yeah. Right. And I found the last one I, I had problems reading because he kept trying to do the cliffhanger thing every chapter for every character. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like, okay, you're doing it not just every chapter, but on every single character in that chapter. Mm-hmm. This is getting annoying. Oh, is he going to die? Oh, is he going to die? <laughs> okay, dude, like enough. Like, yeah. Like, we get that you're willing to kill off your characters. Yeah. <laughs> so that that I, I had problems finishing the last, last book because of that. It's like, I don't mind some cliffhangers, but not every time you're finishing off with a character in every single chapter. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, enough. Yeah. yeah. And that, so. Well, that's it for, uh, how about, well, that was it for you for novels or dev? Or, yeah, or, no, we're, we're on role-playing games right now. I don't know oh, how we got yeah. back to novels. I'm, 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 see, this is what I'm saying. If you I just listen to Drone. about Game of Thrones, so we moved on to Oh, yeah, right. Um, Pat, what about you? I'm, I'm sure you've been playing. Um, well, not a whole lot. So it's it's uh, just uh, Dwayne's Pathfinder and uh, Patrick Kelman's 3.5 D&D. Um, so in Dwayne's game, we finished off the second level of the Abomination Vaults. All the characters are third level, and we're getting ready to move into to explore the third level of the dungeon. Uh, but Dwayne is out of town, so um, actually what... what Hence why do, he's not here. Yeah. What we're going to do this week is uh, I've been playing with uh, Dungeon Alchemist for designing dungeons and maps and so on. And so I'm going to do a a short little three-session, two or uh, three-session adventure that I'm designing. And you're going to write that up and put it on out? I I am certainly considering that possibility. 
please do. Yeah. Don't, don't what, what about recording a tutorial of how to use Dungeon Alchemist? See if uh, other people would be interested. Um, I could. I'm not into filming that sort of stuff, and there are plenty of uh, videos available online about it. Uh, I'll just do a write-up and put it on our page. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> Anyhow, I'm yeah. So I'm I'm putting together a little adventure that will start on Thursday. I've got some pre-generated characters. I've got a, a dwarven fighter who specializes in pole arms, um, a human mage who uh, has a familiar as his uh, his arcane thesis and his evocation school, um, an elven uh, cleric, and a uh, halfling rogue. Yep, write it up, put it on mm -hmm. our thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but as a module. Yeah, yeah. The, Ooh, I'm, module I'm certainly right. considering that. Considering. I've just never had a lot. Well, the reason I'm considering is I've had terrible luck uh, with our WordPress putting in images into uh, anything other than the header for the article. So. Well, no, you mm. put it as a Word document and you upload that document. Yeah. Yes, but I want to pictures. put in maps and that sort of stuff you too, can put right? Those in, uh, you you can put that in the Word document. In the document as uh, image. Yeah. image inserts. Okay. Yeah, you insert the and, pi yeah, pictures into a Word document, and if you really want to. Convert it to a PDF, yeah. and then that'll take WordPress will take a PDF, no problem. Okay, yeah, don't don't put it up individually as a whole thing. Yeah, don't don't trust WordPress to do the work yeah. for you. Do, use a different program and then just yeah, exactly. Then do a Word document with pictures and everything. Mm -hmm. Convert it yeah. into PDF, so then it's there. Right. Okay. Anyhow, that that's the reason why I was just considering doing it. Yeah, well, now we've given you an option to, to make it better. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, sure. well, we'll, we'll see how it always, plays out. Always come and ask us if you have questions on how to do something. Okay. Yes. We may provide you answers. Like I said, I tried WordPress. No, don't use WordPress. Mm -hmm. Use, uh, Upload the document. You can create your own document on Word or whatever. Mm -hmm. PDF it. Because PDF will go up on WordPress, no problem. Okay. And you just and then, then it gets linked into our Facebook stuff. Yeah. You can actually do it fine in WordPress as well if you know HTML. Yeah, I don't know HTML. That's what I'm saying. Don't worry about HTML. Just do it in... Mm -hmm. Do it in can... something you know, and then just upload the file at the end or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Turn, turn it okay. into a PDF. That's the easiest way of doing it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As, as for me, yeah. um, I haven't really been playing that much. Um, I haven't been running anything because my uh, Monday night game is on hiatus because I've uh, I've got this class that I'm course that I'm working on for my project management certificate. And then um, the only games I really played is my Thursday night game. Um, we're starting D and D. Or we're playing a, a game of D&D. &D. We had our first which, session uh, last which past Thursday. This is 5th edition. Okay. Um, one, of the, one of the guys is running us through one of the modules. I'm, I'm not sure exactly which module it is. Uh, Horde of the something queen, maybe? Something like that. <clears throat> and um, I've made a, an elven ranger. Uh, sorry, a human ranger who is uh, racially human but culturally elven. Because she grew up in a um, uh, an elven she camp. She as an elf. No, she's too young for that. She's she's still way too young for that. Um, but basically, one of those um, one of those characters that's not really accepted by her people. So she's constantly in conflict with her human half and the elven culture she grew up in. The elves don't really respect her. Um, and then one of the other members of the party is half elven, so has gone through something similar. So we're kind of using that as a um, a story um, hook to, to to kind of bind our characters together. So, uh, but like I said, we've we've done a session zero so far, created our characters, and then had our first full session that we actually played through yesterday. 
How are you finding the uh, fifth edition? Uh, so, so far? I, I've actually played quite a lot of fifth edition so far. Um, I like it. It's definitely my second favorite uh, D and D edition ever, um, mm -hmm. after second. second. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Um, it's actually a, a pretty good edition. Um, I, I don't really have any issues with the yeah. majority of the mechanics or, or how things work. Um, I know Dwayne goes on about how he much prefers Pathfinder, but um, I, I haven't seen any of Pathfinder 2nd edition, but since the original Pathfinder is kind of built off of one of the editions I hated most, which is 3rd. Three. Yeah. Uh, three, sorry, 3.5. Um, I don't think it's a game I would get into because, again, it's much more geared towards the tactical elements of uh, of, of the D&D gameplay, which I'm not a fan of. Like we, we, the we, don't, we barely even have maps when we play our games. Yeah. The fifth is, fifth is nice. It goes back to more, yeah, it does bring back to more flavor yeah, idea. Exactly. Um it in it's I find like because yeah I'm the same as Pathfinder and that had so it turned into a video game with the feats. Yeah. Yeah. This feed which built off this feed which built off that feed. And it turns into like a video here's our, game. There's our three round cooldown for this ability. Yeah. Mm, no yeah there's nothing like that in second edition now. No, but in fifth edition the one thing I'm not happy with is mages can have get they can cast their cantrips every single mm -hmm. round. Mm. So, no, that, that's actually something I like about fifth. Well, no, because, it changes the old school, right? Where it's like, okay, I cast my one spell. Mm. All right, I'm done. Right. So Wait, that, that was the real limitation for uh, for magic users. The yes, early yeah. levels when you only had like two or three spells that you could use, and there was no way to get more. No. So once you've cast your spells, you're done. And then and, and then you, know, you go into hand to hand combat, and you're with in a cloth fucking dagger. With your da yeah, I exactly. got a cycle of twenty. Oh, oh, I'm going to throw my dart that does 1d4 damage. Oh, I'm, I feel very useful in combat right With, now. With, again, my Thacko of 20. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, exactly. My, I'm, I'm level 5. My Thacko is still 20 because I'm not, yeah. I'm not a fighter. Yeah. So they've, they've completely done away with that kind of um, mentality in 5th edition where um, a magic user can still cast yeah, spells. Cool. Even, first level. Yeah. Because they're at the cantrip level. And they, there's a much more variety of spells kind of available to them. So it's not all combat oriented. And you no. don't care that you're not taking a combat oriented spell because uh, here's a spell that will actually provide some sort of usefulness. Yeah, so, like I said, it's like, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying fifth. But, uh, and then my uh, cyberpunk game is currently also on hiatus because uh, one of our players was. Um, out of town for the entire month of uh, July, and then the entire month of August is already booked up for another one of the players. So we're looking at like the earliest, the the first week of September, or second week of September. So I, um, it's going to be a while before we can play Cyberpunk. Yeah, I have I have because uh, I have the well I have the new Shadow Run, the sixth edition, but I also have one called Shadow uh, Shadow Run Anarchy, which is a streamlined version of the rules. Okay. So um, in the in the new one, uh, in Anarchy. You're not being paid in money. You're being paid in karma. Okay. So if you want regular small stuff, you can get it. Like depends on what you choose as your lifestyle, right? If you say you're a high lifestyle, like yeah, you you go go buy normal stuff. However, it won't stick around with you unless you spend karma. Same as champions, right? Right. If you're not spending the points for it, it's not there for you to use all the time. Okay. Right. Want a car for this mission? You go buy a car, rent a car, whatever. But the next session, if you didn't spend the karma to actually keep it mm -hmm. it it goes away yeah right like you rent it some some other thing mm -hmm. you know build into the narrative but if you're not actually spending the karma to keep it it's not part of your kit right which i thought interesting because it gets away with all the bribes and stuff because you're not being paid in money mm -hmm. 
so they have the conversion for any of the other editions. Like there's a conversion from like if you're being paid hundred thousand dollars, it works out to or hundred sorry hundred thousand new yen, it works out to this much in karma. Mm-hmm. So if you if you want to bribe people big time, you're like I'm giving the guy, this guy a piece of karma. It's like oh okay, you yeah. know, and to repair gear in between the in the same session or sorry the same mission in between combat, you spend karma to get it repaired automatically. Right. Okay. Which that's sort of like, well, that's that hurts your karma pool. <laughs> that's how you improve. Yeah. But it does, like I said, it's an interesting sort of one. Of, it brings it back to the champions. If you're not spending points on it, it's just for that. Yeah. That session right. or just that that mm-hmm. you know, it's like go get a go get a big gun. Sure, you can get a gun mm-hmm. for this particular one. After that, it's gone. Right. Or I pulled that gun off of the. Uh, yeah, I pulled the, the gun off the, the dead piling guy. over there. And... Yeah, exactly. You know. Shit, is that a freaking sniper rifle? I'm grabbing it. Cool. Yeah. You can have it. That's that. In eight years. After this mission, it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. That's interesting. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. actually it's interesting. I think you would actually wouldn't mind Shadowrun. I mean, I'm I'm open to playing. Anything well, what's interesting point, Shadowrun so... is it's um, give well I'm sure there's a few other readers or listeners who haven't heard it, but basically, magic came back with force. Dragons came back. Elves came back. So, did you ever see the movie Bright with Will no, Smith? No, it's on my list. I don't okay, so it's sort of that idea. It's, whereas a, it's a very shadow. shadow orcs and trolls are second-class citizens mm-hmm. in the hierarchy of, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and elves are the best and the brightest. Of course. Which is why a lot of people hate them, because they're... They're arrogant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're, I'm just the best, because I live 50,000 years and blah, 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 blah. You know, and then there's dragons going... Yeah, I'm just gonna crush you now. <laughs> you know, I spit uh, on your head. Well, yeah. So, so, it, but basically, is you end up, you could have an orc cab driver. Okay. You know, and and stuff like that. So it's it's interesting. Like the, the the game itself, the mechanics had some issues, where you could be holding a grenade in your hand and take no damage. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was first edition. Yeah. The the, the the we played the first edition and we're like, uh, this makes no sense. Yeah, because one of our players wanted to make the grand sacrifice and everybody survived. Everyone's yeah. <laughs> Look at me, I'm pulling the grenade in a small room and oh, no one took real damage. I see. <laughs> yeah. Um so they've they modified that they changed that in the newer edition and that. But it, yeah, it's an interesting one where, you know, it, magic's in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But again it also did the but one it where it is a cyberpunk world, so you could have a, a magic yeah. net runner. Yeah. And and oh, corporations okay. run most of the world. Yeah. Well that's cyberpunk. Yeah, well, that's well, that's what happened. Is if Cyberpunk came out, and they were like, "Well, what happens if there was magic?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then they did the shadow run. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm fine with either. Yeah. No, I shouldn't say you could have a net running mage because no, they can't do. But can't do that. Well, it the more cyberware you have inside of you, it fucks up your magic because exactly. you need your essence. So it could be possible, but you wouldn't but, be very good at either. No, but you could have a troll. So trolls are big and huge and big and strong, right? So they'd be like yeah, in, in Cyberpunk, you'd be the the street samurai solo. Yeah, yeah okay. But you could have uh, what they call physical adepts, which are basically the the, the Hong Kong martial arts mm-hmm. magic guys. Yeah. So you have this seven foot tall thing who armored up to the hilt, who's all of a sudden doing martial arts moves on you. <laughs> yeah. It's going to end poorly. <laughs> yeah, it's it exactly. Like, mm-hmm. So. Yeah. But you get to do, like, because they have that built in there, you get to do some of the, the wire foo stuff you see in the Hong Kong action ones. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, like, I run along the wall, I do this and that. So that's how you get the mechanic for those sort of things. So it makes it was interesting. Okay. Cool. Um, 
I ran for quite a while. Yeah. And uh, Patrick had a uh, orc fireball or shaman. Yeah, orc shaman. Uh, he was a mage. Not no, a yeah, he's hermetic mage. Yeah, he was yeah, hermetic, hermetic mage. So he studied books. No, mm-hmm. oh, okay. An orc who could read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that there is uh, special. Yes, and then they you know, never go in the sewers in that world. No. Never. Okay. Because if you think crocodiles are bad. <laughs> <laughs> or you run across a Wendigo. Or a Wendigo. Or a vampire. Yeah. Oh, Wendigo. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. I know. Not Wendy, go, go. No, no, I know. I know. <laughs> I know, good sir, I know. All right. Mm-hmm. But yes, so now just to talk about other stuff, Devram. Well, let's go on to uh, news and rumors. Oh, cool. I like how you did that. Well, my Citadel uh, bureaucracy will tie into that because I'm going to run a you know, fantasy, a fighting, a fighting fantasy book on that. Okay, is that that mm-hmm. choose your own adventure one? Choose your own adventure one? Yeah. Which you're a, a civil servant. Okay. Which is, I, it's tongue in cheek, so I'm willing to give it a try. Mm-hmm. So. You have you can have a caffeine pill to give you a boost. Okay. Now, when you finish that series, and you want to keep going, I have a series of choose your own adventure style games, mm-hmm. where there are like pre gen characters, or I think you can be, maybe even make your own characters, and then go through um, this choose your own advent choose your own adventure style giant booklet. Uh, I've been on the Kickstarter for for these. Um, I don't recall the name of them, and, the, and I, I, I don't have access to them offhand. But yeah. So um, if if you wanted to keep going with that genre of game, we we could turn it into like a full series. That's a, I like that idea. I like that idea, Darren. Um And also, I'm waiting for August first because that's when the Marvel multiplayer role playing game gets released. I have it on pre order. Nice. <laughs> and I'm still planning to do the August twenty sixth. Uh, demo at uh, boutique fdb okay. okay um i think i won't be available for that okay um because i'm i'm gonna be out of town or there, there's there's some reason why i that you have something to talk about Deborah. uh so i actually do have something to talk about and in <laughs> fact it's something that we're going to kind of do a internal demo uh, a little later on today um i'm finally ready to launch my new right. game show or I guess our new game show, but the game show that I'm hosting and kind of championing and, and creating called mm-hmm. Escape from the Basement. Uh, Escape from the Basement is a three-player game show where um, you'll be asked a series of questions. Uh, not, it's it's kind of trivia, but basically um, it'll be a... You you will kind of move on to a, uh, a certain... Or you will choose a certain letter... Uh, then you will be given a clue about a word that starts with that letter, and you have to figure out what the word is from the from the context of the clues. Okay. So, okay. for instance, this P word is a weapon that is that is used to shoot people. Pistol. Pistol. Right. Exactly. So that that's that's the general concept of what the uh, what the the question. Or Gavin penis. <laughs> that's true. If it were Gavin, he definitely would say penis. Uh, so the the way the game board is set up, it's a, um, a honeycomb grid. So um, a hex map, basically, a ten by ten hex map. You start at the bottom, uh, and then you select um, a letter off the the, the bottom row. You get oh, uh, you get asked you your question. Uh, if you get it correctly, you get to move into that into that space, and oh, then okay. from there you you then have two options for your next row to choose, and um, 
if if your two options if if there's someone within your the one of the grids you're, you're trying to get to that's no longer an option for you you have to choose the other the other letter now. Oh, no. mm -hmm. what happens if you, if you get them both like you bugger out and you get them all wrong you're well no you you're basically stuck there until you get that letter right and then you get to move oh, on okay. to the next row and then you have this... you have to get 10 correct uh answers in order to get to the top and escape Right. So you can keep trying the same letter over and over again. You can, right? or you can choose the other letter that's available from your now, from your space. Is it the same answer question each time? No, nope. it'll, it'll be a different question every time. I have, oh, okay. I have a series of trying. questions. So I'm going to say you can't keep trying. Like, okay, let me try again. Let me try again. It's no, because, because if you're wrong, I'll tell you what the answer is. Oh, uh, okay. Now, are you blocked as long as somebody has answered this, the uh, hex above you or once they move on are you able to move on yeah once once they move on you can then move into that spot okay yeah so i'm uh, so we're gonna like i said we're gonna do the demo today um that actually i'm gonna record it and it's gonna go up on our patreon in case uh, people want to come and check it out and see what it's like before we start doing the live taping yeah. And then the live game is going to be open to basically the general public. Whoever's interested in taking part in this, um, basically. There will be can, notifications on exactly. Facebook, Twitch, right. and all that. And so we will actually be streaming it on Twitch uh, on the given night. I'll, I, I'm thinking of doing it maybe either every two or three weeks uh, on Friday uh, at a regularly scheduled time. So Friday, 7 o'clock, say, every two or three weeks. Um, we'll have an episode, there'll be new contestants every time, and then um, you'll get to try to escape the basement. Sounds good. Mm -hmm. And Patrick, you have stuff as well to talk about that you're going to come up with? Well, I, I already sort of talked about it, uh, the adventure that I'm planning. You also talked about an article, though. Well, yeah, I've been, I got a look at a, an old first edition player's handbook for AD&D, and so I was, I've uh, been right, sort of describing how it's different Sort of to give an idea of how the game has evolved over the decades. Why don't you pull up an old school one instead of advanced Dungeons and Dragons? Go way back, baby. Nah. Old school. I never Actually, played them. It, it might like, be an it might be an interesting idea to turn this into like a series. Go yeah. through each one of the editions one by one and talk oh, about yeah. kind of the differences between that and what's what was available previously. Yeah. yeah. I'm, well, I'm not really talking about the differences, but I'm just describing how things were done because I'm assuming that. People who are playing fifth edition nowadays know how fifth edition. No, works. but still, you could you could, yeah. so you could start with old school, mm -hmm. then go, first, well, then go. Uh, I'm starting AD and D because that's where I start. Yeah. No, but if you're going to do the whole thing, go, go all the way back. Listen, there there's a huge difference between the old basic mechanics of the Red Box games versus yeah. Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. AD and D yeah. is where it really turned into what it currently is where you have classes races that are different from each other old school dnd okay. &D was way different than that where your race was your class like so well, if you were an elf you were an elf who was a magic user that's it yeah, but, no but you you could be a thief if well if you're if you're human you could be a thief a fighter right or... right so so you have either you have you basically only have classes in dnd &D. you're a human mage human fighter human thief human cleric or you're an elf which is, a fight, which is a fighter mage, or you're a dwarf, which is a fighter, sometimes a fighter cleric, or you're a halfling, which is a thief. Yeah. yeah. So you you don't choose your race and your class. So it it is a completely different game. So I'm I don't I don't see a problem yeah. with Pat starting at AD and D the first edition and then going through all six of the uh, available editions because three point five is a little different than three. 
And four. And four is like wildly different. That's the one that yeah. takes a complete um, side. Um, well, it turns it back to chainmail tactical. Kind of, idea. yeah. It really turns it into a, a tabletop uh, miniatures combat game mm -hmm. rather than a role playing game. Yeah. Uh, I'd say 3.5 kind of. 3.5 started that for sure. You had to be on the tabletop to actually get things done. Right. I mean, you could do it uh, with the mind's eye, but... Uh, it doesn't work. It doesn't work as no. well, yeah. You Which can't is why it was, it was perfect for things like um, the, the various indie games that we, or rope, uh, video games that they made out. Yes. Oh, yeah, so the that, that the Star it. Wars game, that which was based off of kind of 3.5, um, mm -hmm. was, was perfect. Knights of the Old Republic. That was a great game. Used great use of mechanics. All that stuff kind of comes together on the on, in the video game. So it's perfect mm -hmm. for that, but it's terrible, I think, on a tabletop. Well, I always love um, Viva the Dirt did one about mm -hmm. for actions. Yeah. Wait, wait, why why am I not... Why can't I hit the guy now? Well, no, no, because it's not your turn. Yeah. But he's right there. Mm -hmm. Like... <laughs> No, you can't do that. But but he's right there. <laughs> I can hit him right now. No, no, can't do that. Mm. But 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 AD and D, a combat round was a full minute. Yes, yeah. and I remember first edition was a mage. I cast my six second spell, and then for the rest of the minute. Yeah, you're just mm. sitting there doing nothing. But you're you're fumbling through your component pouch to prepare your next spell. Yeah. <laughs> or it took you that long to go through your components to pull out your components to do that yeah. spell. Yeah. This is where, yeah. It's... Yeah. Dex doesn't matter as far as turn order goes because it's one side or the other. Each side rolls a d6 and the high d6 goes first. Yeah. And it's side goes and then your side goes based on your weapon speed too because every weapon has a speed factor. Yes. Well, then they also introduced for a while they had in, in some of the rules where armor made a difference for the AC versus a weapon. Yep. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. It's right in the equipment list. There's, you know, what is your weapon's bonus against this AC number? Yeah. Or against yeah. the, you, know, you have a mace. You work well against plate mail. Probably work work better against chain mail. I would think. No, because it spreads it out. Mm. Oh, no, the plate mail will do it. Yeah, it's like, yeah. But piercing, like stilettos, you're great against plate. Yeah. <laughs> Not so good against other ones. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, so I'm planning to grab a, a screenshot of... I'm planning to grab a screenshot of the weapons table to include in the article. Yes. So you can see but again, you how should, complicated it was. Yeah, you should do one for each edition. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, yeah, this, this article. going to start somewhere. Yeah, this current article is going to so. be first edition AD&D and including Unearthed Arcana because that made some huge changes as well. Yeah. In it, the introduced article, the monk. Yep. No, the monk was Stuck. right in, in the first edition. It was the first edition, yeah. No, uh... Unearthed Arcana introduced Barbarian. the Cavalier and the Barbarian. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, oh, the and, and the Thief Acrobat. Yes. And the Cavaliers mm -hmm. were was like, so these stats can improve mm -hmm. with percentiles. Yeah. But it was the only class that lets you improve, improve your, your class. Yeah. <laughs> your like, wait, why can't the Barbarian improve his strength? No, no, he's not allowed to. Yeah. But but why can the Cavalier improve but his strength? But they were, they were, they had that course kind of set up right from the beginning. You know, the fighter could... Well, the fighter and the subclasses could go into percentiles on the strength. Mm -hmm. On 18. If you rolled an 18. On an 18, yeah. Yes. Uh, but there's a I man. If you didn't have an 18, you couldn't. You're, yeah. Whereas Cavalier, and, you have a 15 slash blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, and, it, and you improve through the percentiles. And once you reach 0, 0, you, your, your but, 15 is now 16. But it was the only one. Yeah. And you're like, well, why can't the barbarian do that for his strength? Well, why can't anybody do that? Yeah. 
which is why when third edition comes along, you you can and improve your attribute your stats, attribute, yeah. yeah, your abilities. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yep. Yeah. So that's the sort of stuff I want to talk about. Okay. So so far in the article, I've uh, start basically discussed the general differences in uh, the abilities, like how much fun it was rolling three d six in the order of the ability. <laughs> <laughs> character is well that's old school too like 3d6 period yeah that's yeah. it well you could also do the 46 drop below as well oh, no in the first edition like yeah. Yeah, no, 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 osr no, no. no all the all the different refer- all the different uh methods were included in the oh DMT. no rock set three dice that's it well maybe for the box set yeah that's but what it was 3d6 the box, the box set isn't really the origins of D. that's going back to chain mail and so on right the box set is Contemporary to a D and D, it's not a it. It's a D and D game, but it's separate. From what started it? That's what started it. Mm, Went from chainmail to the box set, to first edition, to the advanced Dungeons and Dragons. Without the box set, you're not going to have advanced Dungeons and Dragons, because mm. that was Dungeons and Dragons, basic Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Well, I... And and that's where it's like roll your three dicks down the line. You don't get to rearrange them. Yeah. Exactly. Same with AD&D. You didn't rearrange them. Yeah. Uh, but so your dice determined your your class. Right. Yep. I want to be a fighter. Uh, I guess I'm a mage. Shit. Well, no. <laughs> fighter or thief were the easiest ones to do. But uh, yeah, I did set up an example of a character that had a strength five. Uh, I think it was a deck sixteen, uh, int nine, uh, wisdom ten. Uh, Con and charisma, you know, kind of average, and say, well, this character has no choice. They've got to be a a, yeah. a fighter, or sorry, a mage, because their strength doesn't let them have any other class. Yes, mm-hmm. and the other one too was the because everyone used to try and dump charisma was the, was the dump stat when you yeah. could rearrange well, it. Well, because it didn't do anything. Except if you want to be a paladin in first edition. Yeah, you have to have that seventeen. Seventeen on three d six, you had to roll a seventeen. Yeah, so you had like a one point eight percent chance of becoming a paladin. Yeah. So of course everybody wants to play the paladin if they manage to get that stat and now you've really thrown limitations on the rest of the party because every other if you're going to continue to be with a party member you have to be good yes or they have to be good to be able to play with the paladin if they're neutral you can do one session and that's it yeah or one adventure and then you have to move on and the paladin you know either the paladin or the other person leaves because yeah. like... and if there's anybody evil yeah just not allowed yeah not allowed in the party which didn't, uh, you know, doesn't make sense. No. Well, that's why those kind of restrictions have were taken away. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Because I remember playing a lawful good paladin. With yeah, someone, no choice. Lawful good is the only. Well, who was also uh, playing with a lawful evil person. <laughs> <laughs> but because law. Yeah, they they could get along. We can get along. We don't talk about certain things. Because <laughs> you know, slavery. We don't talk about that. No. <laughs> you know, slavery is okay if it's in the law. Uh, wait, what? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, the law is very important. Yep, the law is very important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, so, yeah, I'm glad they got away. Well, again, there's always been an issue with D&D for their alignments. has always mm-hmm. caused some sort of... Alignment does cause problems. Though, I can see it as a really good way of basically setting out the I still, foundation of your I still prefer the palladium alignments. Hmm. Scrupulous... Honorable but, stuff yeah, like that. They're the D and D alignments with different names. Yeah, but the, they they define them better in Palladium than they mm-hmm. did in D and D. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, D&D has a lot of problems with its definitions. Just look at the difference between int and wisdom. Yes. That could be a big, long debate. Yeah. Mm. That one actually makes sense, though, because int is your, like, someone who's book smart, whereas wisdom is someone who's more worldly and knowledgeable. Yeah, you, you can look at it that way for sure, but it, there there is a lot of overlap between what the two stats can do. Well, that's where some games have mental, physical, and social. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that's it. It's like, there's a three. Yeah. You can, you can play with them as much, you know, like you can have, I'm better endurance than strength, but pretty much it's mental, physical, mm-hmm. social. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. But even then, it's like, well, some mental can affect social. Yeah, quite a bit. Right. Mm-hmm. Because if you're clueless, you're not going to do much on social stuff. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways. Yeah. Unless you just happen to look good, so people come after you that way. Yeah. Especially in some games like Cyberpunk or Shadowrun, where it's like, I look good. Mm-hmm. Or as someone once said, you know, it's better to look good than to feel good. <laughs> Belly crystals. Yep. Character, <laughs> Character on SNL. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For all those young people. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, news and rumors for me. Well, I'm going to be doing painting. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to be recording it video, potentially to stream at some point. I'm not sure. But to start with, just on YouTube. Uh, yeah. And um, what I'm actually going to do is I'm going to stream it in Discord. Uh, so people can, I can actually have a conversation while I'm actually recording it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, is me just sitting there painting and trying to commentate? He's probably commentate, 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 commentate. That's commentate. a very British way of saying it. Yes, yes. I know. <laughs> um, talk uh, is other people say comment, but <laughs> comment. So, so basically, Paul, it, it's going to be taped in front of a live studio audience. Oh, kind of. Yeah, well, one it's person. Not, it's one person. It's, it's, it's not going to be streamed. No, no, but gonna, but what, gonna... what I'm saying is, it's not going to be when, when you're when the when the general public sees it, it's going to be live. All right, sorry, it's going to be taped. But yes. at the time that it was taped, it was live, and you're, you're, having a, you're having an interaction with people. Well, I, that's, have, that's, I have an idea. Studio. I have an idea. I think we should have a speed painting contest between Paul and, and uh, uh, Gavin. Because you're mm, both no. going to be streaming painting, right? Well, Gavin's going to be streaming his uh, Dark Descent. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't have a setup for painting. No. Like, I've got it in the basement. I'll show it to you later. Mm-hmm. He, he's going to be doing the uh, playthrough of Alien Dark Descent. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. And, uh, but basically, I mean, anybody can come in and watch this and comment. Anybody you know. can come to your basement? No, anybody can come to this on Discord. Can always coming. Always coming. I'm always coming. Thank you for taking us down to grade <laughs> three level. <laughs> anyway, so yes, no, I'm going to be doing this and. I'm going to be streaming it through Discord because that way there's no lag. If I was to do it on Twitch and then have yeah. somebody there's talk, a lot of... talking, like watching me on Twitch and then talking to me about it, I said that there's, there's like five to ten second delay. Yeah, which throws you off. Which, yes, they're going to be talking about things that I, or they're going to be seeing things I've talked about for the last 15 seconds before I actually get to it. Yeah, so you're in the future, they're in the past. Yeah, but mm-hmm. if I do it in through Discord, it's instant. Yeah, so right. they'll be able to actually discuss what I'm doing right at that moment. And yeah. then on the recording, it'll be but just be 
better yeah. for the recording. And then the other thing we're coming up is, of course, CTC 2024, which will be taking place May yeah, 24th, we... 25th, and 26th, where Paul is going to be working on our meat grinder. Yes, just this morning you actually laid down a roadmap. That we're and gonna, I started a roadmap. We're going to be trying to follow for CTC 2024. Nice. So it'll be, it's still in development, but uh, we're also in discussions with another uh, uh, YouTube uh, Warhammer 40K group in Toronto. Yeah, that'll be pretty big. We, well, we were gonna, watching some other videos today. They're uh, going to be at, <laughs> they will be at CTC 2024 working with us for that. Well, yeah, we're going to have them probably run the Warhammer 40K table. The one Warhammer 40K table. They do Warhammer 40K battle reports. Yes, I'm not I'm not 100% sure if we're going to have them like use our equipment that we're going to set up for it or they're going to do some of their own I don't know yet. Yeah. But anyways, keep keep paying attention to our Facebook or this page and other stuff and we'll give you more and of course the Canadian Tabletop Championship page hmm. for more yeah. updates. And the meat grinder is coming along. It's getting there. Excellent. I just, right now, I'm trying to set up a work area so I can start building. So it's not coming, it's coming along in his head. Right. I have the design in my head. It's just trying to be able to find a space to actually work okay. on it. It's, so. it's becoming the issue at the moment. Mm -hmm. And I have to get tools, which is going to be expensive. And I, I, I think we should call, call it here. So yeah. segment three? Uh, well, I don't really have a segment oh, three planned. Yeah. We've already been talking for almost two hours. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> and there's only there's only four of us. So, yeah. <laughs> well, so we're we're just missing one. Two. Two. Yeah, Gavin. Gavin is oh, the oh out of the basement. Gavin. Gavin's what? not really. He, he's he doing he's doing more than some other people. He hasn't yes. been an on air personality. No. Not yet, because he's he's behind the scenes producing. Which to us is he's not there yet. Fucking more important. Which, which means Paul has to. No, so you understand for Canadian Tabletop Championship, he will be running the. He's going to be yeah. running a lot of. So a lot we of just have though. on our table will just be the mics mm -hmm. and our headsets. That's it. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm that's hoping, why I'm hoping we're going to have four of these. Mm -hmm. So. So yeah, him running, wires. him running the things, and uh, all. Oh yeah, the, I'm, the, I'm, oh, I'm totally down with it. It's good. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. There will only be one wire going to the... Right. So, well, uh, thank you very much for joining us again. Uh, excuse me. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Out of the Basement Podcast. And thank we'll you. see you next time. <laughs> thank, you, thank you for joining us. Yeah, yeah. Right. Bye, bye, everyone. <laughs> bye. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Out of the Basement Podcast. We'd like to thank Radio Free Music for our intro and outro music. Both songs were done by an amazing artist named Silent Partner. The intro music is called Drop and Roll, and the outro music is called Grand Navy Plaza. And we'll have links to both those songs in our show notes. If you liked what you heard and wish to support the show, please consider becoming a backer on Patreon. We can be found at patreon.com slash OOTBpod. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you next time.